Welcome to Moments with Lori and Leanne on the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Lori Wildenberg is a national speaker, a licensed parent family educator of over 25 years, an award-winning author of six Christian parenting books. And once a month, Lori will be joining me to discuss complex topics such as parenting, discipline, and family relationships to hopefully help families build connections that will last a lifetime. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so excited to have my dear friend, Lori Wildenberg on the show again. Welcome back to the show, Lori. I am so happy to be with you, Leanne. I love our moments together. Yes, absolutely. Our mom moments. I love that. And, and today we have a very interesting and serious discussion about teens, about them feeling heard and loved. Because we know teens are very busy, parents are very busy, and it is, it is a serious situation for a lot of teens. In fact, I did a little research and the data showed that the concerns and challenges most teens have is that they have anxiety and depression, serious mental stress, bullying, poverty, so many things that you, you know, as an adult face in life, anxiety, depression, poverty. But teens are taking on more of this stress load on themselves and it's causing them to have, you know, suicide rates are up amongst teens as well. And we have to understand that teens are still kids. They're not adults. And some of the teens stated that they feel they can't share or talk with their parents because they will either not be heard or they'll find themselves having to listen to lecture from their parents when they really just want to share their feelings. And a lot of teens felt, I'm not a baby anymore, but one minute I need you to tell me you love me, and the next minute I need you to leave me alone. So they're going through all those hormones and all those changes. So what can we do if our teens, let's start with if they ignore us or disrespect us, maybe because of some of the things they're going through. Yeah, I I really like that you you noticed with the research that Boy, anxiety and depression, that is the number one concern and closely followed by bullying, cyberbullying. Now think of growing up in a world like that where, where you're feeling all of those things and feeling you know, rejected by the world and, and feeling worried and concerned and feeling left out because you're seeing all these things on social media, which exacerbates the problem. It's just it's so big. And for us to have a heart for our kids when they are ignoring or disrespecting us, we, we, of course, we take that personally, right? You, you do, you know, you, you love your kids and you want to have a night with them. But I think if we stop a minute and stop trying to take things personally and think, wow, look at the behavior my child is exhibiting toward me, what's underneath that? What's going on behind the disrespect? What's going on behind them shutting me out or ignoring, as you, as you mentioned? We've got to get deeper rather than, and, and it's important, behavior is important, and behavior is a reflection of the heart. 
So that is important, but mostly it really gives us a heads up to the struggles that our kiddos are facing. And rather than get so tuned into the behavior, tune into the heart and, and look what's going on just a little bit deeper. Is my child feeling rejected by their peers? And are they embarrassed to admit that to me? They might be. It's quite likely they are embarrassed to admit that to you. No teen wants to tell their parent that they are being bullied or teased or they're being left out. It's an embarrassing thing to admit. If your child does admit those things to you, you have got an amazing kid who feels confident in their relationship to talk to you. And one of the things that we can do to build that confidence in the relationship is like you said, forget the lecturing, let's move to listening. Forget the accusations and the assumptions, let's move to asking questions. Rather than taking things personally, let's talk about what is the process underneath there. And that's so important for us as parents to to get rid of that. And I, I know being disrespected is a hot spot for so many. For me, my hot spot is don't you be lying to me. <laughs> That's my big hot spot. We all have a hot spot. And if disrespect is your hot spot, I'm going to suggest that you set that aside and look at what's going on underneath. I mean, you can always say, and, and I do encourage parents to say this, I treat you with respect. I expect respect in return. And just say it pretty flat like that. Nothing, not getting caught up in the moment. And, and that's appropriate. But I also think we've got to go deeper. I think social media plays a really big role, Leanne. You know, what yes. do you think? Yes, I do. And I also think, too, that maybe we should look at our, check ourselves, our actions as a parent. Are we being disrespectful to our kids? Are we, you know, shooing them away when they want to talk to us because we're too busy or are we putting them down? Are we just talking to them negatively? You're never measuring up. You're not doing what I'm telling you to do. I've asked you to do it. They mirror what they learn from us. So, and also I think part of the issue is that it's just a typical teenage way that they are. My, my son was like this as so, so was my daughter where they kind of just ignored mom and dad. They're in their own world. So maybe don't take it personally. The disrespect is different. I think we need to sit down and say, hey, have I been disrespectful to you? I am so sorry. I would start the conversation like that. Because if I have, please forgive me because I noticed you've been disrespectful towards me. How can we work this out so that we can be respectful and have a loving atmosphere in our home? But I think the ignoring part sometimes, it's just a typical teenager they tune us out also. So I wouldn't take it too personally. But I think you do have to get, like you said, at the heart of the matter. Yeah. And to watch, is it, you know, something where they're really trying to assert their personhood, their, their independence? And is that what's bleeding into this? Or is it that they are being left out and they're responding to you in sort of a similar fashion? And if ignoring also refers to isolation, we need to be really careful of that because that can spiral into and, and could be a part of depression and it could be a part of anxiety. So we, we want to really pay attention to those things. And I love what you said, Leanne, about having a heart-to-heart -heart conversation. And 
and talking like, hey, you know, ask a question. Have, have I exhibited disrespect to you because I love you? And part of loving someone is demonstrating respect. You know, we are all created in God's image and we need to be respectful of one another, family members and beyond. So let's work toward being respectful to each other. And I love the conversation. The conversation is very important. And even during the day, question, how can we help our teens feel heard and seen and loved? Those little actions throughout the day, you know, the the hand on the shoulder, hey, you know what, I love what you're wearing today. Is there anything I can do for you? You know, mom's not so busy right now. Is there something you need? And when they talk to us, make sure you stop what you're doing and you give them your full attention. Don't keep cooking that dinner (laughs) or washing those dishes because your children are going to be grown and gone before you know it. (laughs) And your dishes will still be there. So true. And the cooking will still be there. You know, I think you might be geared a little bit like me in the sense that I'm very task oriented. And it is hard to set down the task before you. But to try to remember that people are more important than the task. And it's sometimes that's hard. I mean, our time is so tight and so limited. And we're always, especially when you've got a teen and particularly a teen that isn't driving, you're hauling that kid everywhere. And if you've got multiple kids, you are on one heck of a tight schedule because there's so much that happens after school. The connection isn't factored into that time. And so grab what you can, you know, when, when you're in the car, keep, you know, the Spotify or whatever music, keep it off and have a conversation. And, and those conversations in the car, particularly with our sons at that age are really important because then there you are side by side. It's not looking face to face and research has shown that when boys want teenage boys communicating with their, particularly their moms, it's easier for them to communicate side by side rather than like a face-to-face interaction. They're much more comfortable. And uh, I think to grab those moments when you can to connect and, and to pay attention to their likes and their dislikes, be a student of your child so that they do feel loved. Yes, I agree with you. Good points. What would you define as a teen's greatest challenges in life right now? And how can we use the word of God to help them? Boy, I think the greatest challenge is social media. And that social media spills into their mental and emotional health and their social well-being. It spills into all areas of their life. I think that's the biggest challenge. How can we use social media in a way that is helpful as opposed to hurtful? And I think you need to sit down with your kiddo and talk about what are going to be some good limits that we can place on on social media so that you feel whole and happy and healthy and talk about those sort of things. I would even take it a step further and maybe just have a family fast to social media with your your whole Mm -hmm. family. So everybody is doing it at the same time and the the teen doesn't feel so isolated or picked on and, and and plan other things during that week. Maybe you want to do it for a week. 
and make it so much fun for the family, you know, a lot of fun things to do. And I think that does reset that social media addiction, really 30 days, they say, but I would do for a week at yes. first and see how that works. And I, and I agree with you, Laura, I think social media is, is a huge problem today for our teens. Also, I think the one other, the other thing is this peer pressure still, it never goes away. Kids have peer pressure in school, extracurricular activities. And I think if you make your teen feel loved, so loved at home, and that is your tribe, tell them, this is our tribe. We, We love each other. Families first. Family's most important. I used to tell my kids when they were teens, don't worry about what she said or what he said. You're probably not going to be friends with them after high school. You're always going to have your family who loves you, and you're going to meet new people. So this time, it really doesn't matter. Who cares what they say or they think? Don't let them dictate your happiness because you're never going to see them again. And my kids today say, you know, Mom, that was one of the best advice that you gave me when we were in high school. I love that. Yeah, you know, so. Perspective and power. What you did there is you gave your kids that long-term perspective, and you gave them the power to release from that relationship that perhaps uh, the even the comment perspective and power Leanne that that's powerful that's good and prayer and i tell him pray to god yes. because you know what he answers all our prayers according to his will and i and I always pound it into my kids look god is sovereign and sovereign means he is in control of things or he allows things to happen and even adults if we could all grasp that concept there wouldn't be so much worry and anxiety and stress, especially from outside influences. Well, Lori, this has been wonderful. Again, I'm so happy to have you on the show. And we're going to talk again soon and have our moments together. Thank you, Lori. Thanks, Leanne. Love to be with you. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that can now be heard on the Edify app. 